All right. Hey, everybody. I've just finished editing this episode, and so I wanted to record an intro for you to give you a couple little tidbits. This is Melinda Mitchell. She is a massage therapist here in Alexander County at the Still Point Center. She's great. Uh, I got introduced to her maybe six months ago and have been seeing her, and she's been phenomenal. The conversation is great. You're going to love it. Uh, but she mentioned stretching once or twice in this episode, and it made me think I wanted to tell you about an app that has become free. It's called Down Dog. It is a yoga app, and it's fantastic. Daniel, I've been using it for a little bit, but now it's free until the beginning of May. And if you're a teacher or um, and maybe work in some other fields, it'll be free for longer for you. But anyone can download it and use it now uh, till May 1st. So check it out, download it, use it. It's a gift. Uh, hope you enjoy it. And I hope you enjoy this episode. It is uh, The Power of Touch with Melinda Mitchell. The quality, the sound quality, again, I mean, we're using Zoom, so it's the best it can be right now. Uh, but I think it's really good stuff for us to be paying attention to right now. So enjoy. See you soon. All right. Okay. So this is Melinda Mitchell. She is a massage therapist and I'm uh, really excited to talk with her today and share some of her knowledge and wisdom with people. So Melinda, would you tell us how you became a massage therapist? Hmm. So I've been thinking about this and, um, and it's nothing shocking really because the first massage I ever got was the most amazing experience for me personally it was the best thing i had ever ever experienced and it was nothing it was like nothing i'd ever experienced i'd never been in a situation um that made me feel the way it did i guess i think i was about 18. what, and what was so good about it what was so good about it i don't know i fell in love immediately with not only um i think where it brought me physically as far as touch goes and and being relaxed with the music and the essential oils and the atmosphere and um it, it was just something that spoke to me i could tell you immediately i thought that's the best thing ever when i left it um but at that point i um uh, was doing other things. I started working for a company in sales and uh, got kind of settled in and it was a good job. And it was one of those things where even though I knew I loved that, I wasn't gonna leave a good job to just kind of say, I think I wanna be a massage therapist. <laughs> so as time went on, I had a very dear, dear friend who was a massage therapist. She's the one who gave me the first massage. So I would always talk to her about little stuff um, here and there. But I remember seeing an ad in a newspaper. It was a magazine or a newspaper. And I cut it out. It was for a new school opening in Hickory for massage therapy. So I cut it out and I stuck it on my refrigerator and I left it there for, I, could, I don't even know how long. It was quite a while. And I would see it every time I'd go, you know, to the fridge and I'd think, oh, maybe one day, oh, maybe one day. And um, I think one thing led to another. I, I got to the point where I wasn't really you know, where I was working. I could tell wasn't really um, a good environment, maybe, to simplify it. And... I just kind of got a little, a little maybe fed up with them and, and wondering where my life was going and that kind of thing. And I thought, well, I'm just going to call the school and ask a few questions. And so then it kind of led into going and meeting with the director and, and the ball got rolling and it was great. And, um, and it worked out too, because the company I worked for, um, was in construction and they, um, basically went under the next few years because then that was 2005 2008 was when you know the big recession happened and um and they went under as a business so it ended up working out just fine plus it was it was the best move for me regardless so huh. that's basically how it happened <laughs> okay well i love that i love that you got a massage and you're like this is the best thing ever 
instead of yeah. getting a massage every day, let me do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So uh, what enticed you to do it? I mean, as you got into it, you you fell in love with it, it sounds like. Uh, um, it was, it was life-changing for me. This, just going to school was life-changing because it wasn't just anatomy. It wasn't just hands-on exercising. They went really deep into um, working on yourself and being aware of yourself in order to help other people. And so it was a lot of self-discovery, um, even on a spiritual level. I mean, it just hit all these aspects of life that it changed my life personally yeah. i mean it changed my life from on a spiritual level um from the way i was raised to wanting more wanting to learn more hmm. opening my eyes a little bit more too so it, it really it was a it was a turning point for me yeah that's awesome who would have thought I know. School yeah. can do that to you. I, it was pretty crazy. Well, and what, so what kind of preparation did you need to like be able to interact with people like that? What do you mean? Like you had to be aware and have self, self-knowledge in order to do your job well? Um, well, being, trying to fix some of your own probably inner issues baggage that you're bringing to the room because when um just being able to not transfer that on somebody else when i'm hands-on and trying to help somebody else making that a clear space instead of me bringing my own baggage but um also i think um just you know, for thousands of years, touch and massage therapy has been used as a part of healing practices. And so on a, it, it goes on a spiritual level too. I mean, you're working that closely with the human body. You start engaging in people's, um, the way they're raised, um, any traumas they've been in. Um, you have to be aware even from, you know, the abusive situations if someone has had past trauma from that if you um there's so many things that it can go into we find that different people hold things in different parts of the body and and just creating a safe space so that that gets pretty deep yeah yeah so um like when you walk into a room and you feel the energy in the room Right. It could be at a party. It could be in your own house. Right. You walk in the door and you know, ooh, this is what's happening here. Right. You could just tell. Uh, so it's, I imagine it's the same when you walk into a smaller room with one other person. Mm. And what you're saying is you're trying whatever you have going on. You're saying, oh, no, I'm in the process of healing, helping heal people. So I'm going to leave this out, outside so I can walk in and work with whatever energy is in there. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you've probably, you probably know exactly what that's like too, you know, where you're, um, you're going to engage and, and kind of go with the flow, but you know, that moment's more about that person. Yeah. 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 And what they, but sometimes you can get a sense and some people, yeah, may just seem a little, um, stressed out or emotional or have you know something going on in their life with their loved ones or their health or something and there are a lot of times that I will somewhat just kind of say a prayer like give this person peace give this person love make them feel safe help them because this is I mean it's not really about me I'm just kind of there doing what I do but I think that's a process that can happen throughout throughout the massage as a person becomes in tune with themselves i think that they can have a direct more of a direct link um when you start quieting down everything else going on around so i mean it, this i would say a prayer for them the same way i would for my own family or somebody i cared about when i thought they needed something 
So that happens quite often. I don't do it out loud and uh, freak anybody out, but in my mind, that's a thought process. Yeah. Well, so you use the word healing, which then I use because you had used it. So, but for a lot of people, I think the idea of like a massage, you think of um, massage envy or, you know, one of these chains where it's just like, you're having a bad day, go get a massage. It's relaxing, right? Mm -hmm. Or uh, it'll make you feel better or, um, but it doesn't sound like that's the way you're talking about it. Well, it can, it can be. The difference is if, you know, some people look at massage therapy as just a luxury, like, oh, it just feels good. Hmm. Um, and that's the little box it stays in. But that's actually a really modern concept of massage therapy because, like I said, it's gone back so long. Really, it only started being considered a little more um, luxury or taboo or whatever in the last hundred or so years when Western medicine really started to progress and we started using more pharmaceutical things. So all these natural um, massage therapy being the one, of course, we're talking about natural methods of, of health and wellness and, and, you know, whatever people wanted to do to try to heal what they were facing got a little bit put on the back burner because the new big thing was um, surgery and and pharmaceuticals for, you know, and that's great. We still need them. They're always, you know, really important. But um, but it does go, it does go back quite a way. So now people are actually, I think people are becoming a little more aware of how it affects every system in the body just about massage therapy can and that doesn't just mean deep tissue deep pressure you know it's always therapeutic so that's kind of why I say even massage envy um you could go there and still get a great massage I think it really probably depends on your therapist and and what they do and how they do it but um but even just that's one thing I was thinking even with the time we're in now is just the benefits of actual touch, not just kind of loosening up the muscle tissue or the joints and the ligaments and figuring out issues, and um, but actually the benefits that come from touch, which to me is really cool. And that's kind of what makes massage therapy to me come down to a totally different level. Hmm. It's just, just how the human body reacts from touch. It's unbelievable. But okay, like like what? What do you have examples? Examples of how? Um, well, I'm interested in two things. Examples of um, what it looks like in your mind, like what you're doing, how you're healing or helping or um, whatever okay. language you want to use, and then the, like touch. What is how does touch work in people's lives? I mean, obviously, people are feeling the absence of it <laughs> in some capacities now, right? Oh, I can't. Yeah hug somebody or for sure yeah you can shake somebody's hand means something um and it conveys a message also how we shake the hand mm -hmm. how you touch a person it, it even from a subconscious level so just to kind of clarify i don't think i'm healing anybody i don't think i do any healing i just think i create a safe space for a person um and then their body takes over and does whatever it needs to you know, it, now touch does affect the body. So wherever you want to take that is fine. I think I'm just kind of a helper along the way, but I don't think I have any powers, you know, <laughs> that I'm, um, that I'm claiming. But um, there have been so many studies on touch. It is crazy that it's not talked about more, to be honest. I mean, it's just for me it's mind-blowing and really really validating for what i do and when you know i when people i think i touched on this a minute ago but when people say well i get therapeutic massage oh i get therapeutic massage i'm like well it's all therapeutic to be honest with you it just is what you need some people really need a firmer pressure some people don't 
and that's absolutely fine. It still has benefits, but it's just going to be, you know, based on you. It's subjective. So, um, I've been studies, let me think from day one on, um, how it affects us. So, you know, the sense of touch is actually this first sense that is developed when you're in the womb. First one you start using, start touching your face, start sucking your thumb, you're um, feeling the walls of the uterus. In fact, even from a touch standpoint, a baby's being touched or a fetus in that, in the womb space from the mother's organs, from the diaphragm, from even her heartbeat, the vibration that causes. Um, naturally, we normally put hands on the stomach and rub our belly when we're pregnant, and it's and a baby can still feel that. Um, so it's got it's warm, cozy. It's got touch. It's feeling touch, um, and then. I'm gonna jump around because there's probably so much information that we could sure. we could do, but there have been studies that have shown um, if a mother has healthy physical touch, has received um, in this study was regular massage therapy throughout her pregnancy, worked with a doula who was one on one caring for her, that she was a better mother and and mimic those same things with her child more than if she had a stressful pregnancy and didn't really have anyone kind of taking care of her giving her massages you know really um, paying attention to her and that directly correlated with how much she in turn then would do that with her child and on the flip side, the child, you know, and you can then go into postpartum depression and all these studies that have been done on how much the infant receives or how much touch an infant receives from um, the first six months of its life, especially. And then, of course, it continues, but that's critical for weight gain, um, developmental milestones that babies and toddlers are hitting. Um, it goes on and on. There were a lot of um, studies done actually around World War II, I believe, with a lot of orphanages at the time, especially one in Romania. And these different orphanages, um, how some children were held more, some were held when they were fed, some were rocked, some were um, just received more attention and, and it wasn't really it was just what people could do some people had more caregivers you know different things like that and the ones that had less touch tend to be more sick um, had learning issues a lot of them didn't make it actually and um, what was one of the other things just all kinds of growth issues and then a mental and emotional as far as that goes there was real real delays so <laughs> neglect can can affect all that stuff so i mean and i could just go on <laughs> i could go on but all the way from a from a young child like that from a baby in utero all the way to someone who's older and in a rest home and doesn't receive as much touch there's studies across the board of how people do better when they have healthy loving physical interaction with other people so i think it, for me i take that personally because i'm you know it's touched to me yeah wow so touch uh becomes extremely important which i had never i realized later on in my life but when i was younger i didn't necessarily notice that um the amount of touch I needed or didn't need or felt comfortable with or didn't feel comfortable with. Right. Um, yeah. sure. And that changes every time too. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, and it's, it, it's even different for men and women, depending on kind of how they were raised and some, you know, boys are treated like we have to be macho. We don't need, you know, you don't need to be cuddled and, everything you're good you're tough 
and women just naturally tend to receive more more of that physical interaction you know sadly sadly i mean it shouldn't be that way but sometimes it is so yeah you're you're so right depending on what age you are and where you are you have different thoughts on on how that in affects your life yeah so you see yourself as a a bearer of <laughs> this gift of like hey everyone needs to be touched in some way right or yeah. um yeah. yeah and what a gift that what a gift it is whether you realize it or not right 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 and i mean i don't even think a lot of people are very aware of it hmm. i know a lot of people don't have healthy touch in their life period even if they're even if they're in a marriage that maybe isn't I hate to say isn't good, but maybe doesn't have a lot of physical interaction. Maybe, you know, depending on whatever that stems from, um, or maybe it's a widow, or maybe it's a single parent, or maybe it's someone who's just been alone and that's just where their life has taken them and they don't really have that. So I think, I think that's something we all need in a healthy, in like healthy way, healthy touch. Um, and it's just it's it's amazing how not only you know these other studies i was mentioning but just how it really really affects the body as a whole and a lot of different systems and then how they work with other things and um yeah so i think it is definitely a privilege and i love doing it so i feel like i'm in the right place <laughs> at this point yeah i love that you say you um i forget how you put it now something about like you want the body you just you your goal is just basically to help the body do its thing yeah yeah Yeah. because one of the things that i think is really makes the difference for the time we're in now and i think we talked about this once before is how the nervous system basically you have two kind of settings and it bounces between the two and it tries to regulate itself but it would be like the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system and it's your rest and digest in the parasympathetic and then it's your fight or flight in the sympathetic and so one thing massage therapy does is it helps reset that and when you're in a high stress environment or kind of stuck in stress mode it can reset that nervous system setting so you go back into rest mode and so that's one of the biggest things too as far as um not only pain management and lowering um stress hormones and rate elevating our good feel good hormones natural pain relievers um it it can lower the cortisol level like i just said with the um with the nervous system and then bring us back down so yeah it it helps on that level you immediately start to kind of reset yourself in your system and and can relax Hmm. so that i think i fully got off subject there but (laughs) No, no no that's awesome um so a massage can reset your system so you can your body can actually relax and your nervous system yeah your nervous system <clears throat> so yeah. um so you're always kind of going back and forth between those two it's it's part of the autonomic nervous system which is um you're unconscious you're not really thinking about so it would be like smooth muscle digestion things like that heart rate um versus a conscious movement of oh i'm gonna pick this this phone up you know so it's things you're not really thinking of it's part of that system and then it's i'm safe i'm secure i'm um it really goes back i mean you can really analyze this how far back it goes because i'm i'm safe i can focus on systems that i don't need to survive i can digest my food i can rebuild my muscle blah 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 
But then when you're in the sympathetic nervous system where your fight or flight, your heart rate increases, your, um, your circulation isn't quite as much in your limbs. It's all in the trunk of your body trying to keep everything warm and ready to go. It's, um, it's just pretty crazy. Um, and it just shows you how long-term that can be really, really bad for you because your body's not, your body kind of stands still and it's like, I'm ready to react. I'm ready to react. I'm ready to react because I need to do this to survive. I have to be ready. And that's great for a very short period of time when you need that reaction, but it's not great long-term. And so um, for people that do, which we all have a lot of stress these days, especially now. Yeah. Um, but if you're in a chronic environment that's stressful to you, that can be really hard on your body. So for people to come in and get a massage and, and be able to kind of reset is just really healthy in general. Um, and then it feels good. That's one of the reasons why it feels so good. Yeah. Huh. So how would you um, like define the difference between a massage and just touch? Because I imagine just as you're talking, I'm like, oh, yeah, sometimes just like when I sit down on the couch with Danny and she touches me, right? I mean, just puts her hand on my hand, puts her hand on my, uh, like I can feel a release in my body from a touch. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. So um, what's the difference between what you're doing and like what our friends or spouses or neighbors are doing when they touch us? Is, is, is there nothing? I don't think it's anything. Uh, the only thing that's different is that when somebody comes in to get a massage, it's focused for an hour long. There's no distractions. It's only about them. And there's never really a time in our life that we shut everything out and focus on ourselves and our body. That doesn't happen too often. As far as the benefits of touch go, I think that's the coolest thing is when you stop and think about when someone you love touches you, when you touch someone you love, whether a spouse, a child, a parent, um, that's how we connect. It's how we show our feeling and our love. Um, if we get hurt, a lot of times our first reaction is to, to touch it, to hold it. Um, how you touch someone conveys a really strong message too, like a handshake um, or a hug or a pat on the back. I mean, depending on how you do it, it can mean a lot of different things. Uh, but I, I think that that's just, it's just a language um, that we all use to, um, I don't know, convey our affection, convey our frustration, anything you can think of, but it is definitely a language. Um, hmm. If you start thinking about all the different ways we touch or you, know, you have a child and you want to, uh, you want them to know you love them, a lot of times we use touch. Yeah, yeah. Well, so if there's somebody, somebody who's struggling, uh, with being touched. Yeah. Right. Um, for whatever reason, they're uncomfortable with it there. Um, have you figured out a way of breaking through of saying like, I mean, to me, just the mere fact of, oh, this, this will actually help lower your stress level if you allow yourself to be touched in a safe, loving way. Uh, right. Like that, that to me is pretty convincing right off the bat. Like, oh yeah, it'll lower your, <laughs> lower your stress. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they, they have tested saliva and blood for cortisol afterwards. Mm. Both are lower, but um, yeah, the thing with that, you just have to respect people's feeling because that touch can have the opposite effect. If, you know, some people are just touch averse. I mean, that's just can be a DNA thing, it can be trauma, it could be anything. Mm. And, you know, they might not, they might not even be aware of it. They just know they don't like it. And so for that person, touch just isn't the way to go. And that's okay. So 
you know, there are people out there that just don't like it. And, and that's absolutely fine. There, there's a reason, you know, whether they want to share it or not, or if they're aware of it or not. And, and it's not my business. If they don't like it, then, then that's totally fine. But there's a lot of people out there that do. So <laughs> uh, lucky for me. <laughs> I imagine people who don't like it don't go get massages, right? Exactly. Yep. And I've even had some people that would come in and say, I just want you to massage my head and my feet. Hmm. Or my head and my hands and my feet or any of the above. Um, and so that's fine. That's yeah. absolutely fine. So is there a place where stress typically goes for an average person or it can go anywhere and if it does how do how do people narrow that down and figure that out for themselves um i mean neck and shoulders are really common and back for sure but different people yeah they do tend to hold in different places um even on one side of the neck or the shoulders or the low back or mid back um that can a lot of times be traced back to something that they might do on a daily basis as far as you know postural um a position they might be in sitting at a desk leaned over um if they're working out a lot and they're not you know maybe balancing it out on the opposite side of their body. And it, there's so many different things that can, that can lead to where a person, but definitely um, d some people have different thoughts on this, but there are a lot of um, people out there too that talk about cellular memory, not only on a physical level, but on an emotional level and how sometimes people hold things in different places. And, um, and so, yeah, that can, that can go back a lot of times to trauma too. So, um, that can, that can be something that has nothing to do with, with, um, uh, body position or something they're doing on a daily basis. That's just an emotional trauma and that, you know, you have to deal with that in a, in a way that just depends on the person. Well, and is, every time we talk about the body, it comes back to emotions and feelings and stress and um where actually maybe what you're feeling affects what your body is doing uh yeah and i think we know that i think most people know that but i don't know that it really sinks in like oh mm -hmm. yeah this emotion this feeling this experience um affects my body mm -hmm. whether i'm sitting on the couch <laughs> <laughs> whether I'm walking around, you know, whether I'm quarantined in a house or whether I'm out at work, right? Mm -hmm. But because we can't go out as much um, or at all, what are some things people can do um, to help their body reset or help their body with their stress? Um, any recommendations? And because I, I imagine my read, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but my read is for me, you could either work on the emotional level or the physical level and both things are going to change, right? If I work mm. on the emotional level, my body starts feeling different. If I work on a physical level, my emotions start feeling different. Um, yeah. And, and there's, you're exactly right. You're exactly right there. Um, because like if you are relaxing, whether that be through touch or through. Right. I lost you. Hey, <laughs> sorry. He's back. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Someone just called and it rang through, sorry. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> so like I said, there is, um, when it comes to doing things to reset the nervous system um, and relax, there are, uh, as far as what I'm concerned with touch therapy, there's an immediate reaction as far as the hormone levels and chemicals in your system. Studies have been done on that. Um, cortisol level levels lower, natural painkillers and feel-good hormones elevate. Um, so there's a, a really direct link there. So what i would say 
Um, there are so many things you can do that we know of. You just did an episode on breathing, huge. That's one of the biggest, easiest things people can do to reset their system. That's actually been found as well. So taking nice deep breaths, you make sure you're using your diaphragm, which is also a muscle that affects inhalation and exhalation. And so, um, which means if it's a muscle, that also means it is, doesn't come naturally if you haven't been mm -hmm. doing it. Right. And at a time like this, when we're all worried about, um, a sickness that is a respiratory illness, Hey, listen, it's, it's, it's a win-win because you're going to be exercising your diaphragm. You're going to be expanding and contracting the lungs and you're calming down. So it, it, that can't hurt, but um, breathing is really, really a, a go-to way for me personally. And there's all different methods as your friend talked about. Um, sometimes for me, just stopping and being aware of my breath is, is the biggest thing and slowing it down and, um being aware just being aware of my own body because we kind of run around and do all these things and and that's one thing i think massage does too is it makes you aware of your own body where sometimes we treat it like a machine and don't listen to it very well yeah. um because in a massage so like, you know in a massage you're like ooh, that hurt that that part is hurt or when's the last time you thought about this area right here <laughs> Probably not in a while, but you go in and you're, you, as soon as you touch an area, your brain starts focusing on that. Mm. Um, and so, so yeah, you become in touch with your own body, which um, I think is huge. And we could, we could veer off on that for a while too, but. Yeah. Um, but isn't that interesting that what are we in touch with? Like, are we in touch with this? Or are we in touch with what we're in right now? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And sometimes you just need to shut everything else out to be in tune with yourself. Emotionally, how am I feeling? Mentally, what am I feeling? Physically, what am I feeling? And listening. But when, when we have so much stimulation from outside sources all day, whether it be stressful, I have so much going on, we're multitasking most of the time. You don't have time to stop and think about it. It's really hard to do. Not all of Shut us can multitask. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. Yeah, but so an easy, an easy thing for me, um, just a big, a big sigh, a big sigh is a really easy breath technique. That's just, <sighs> and you'll find sometimes people will do that naturally. And, um, in fact, my sister and I used to do it and we still do a lot. And when I, when I first found out that was a really good technique to, to help with your nervous system and your stress hormones, I was like, see, there was something there. We didn't know, but we were doing it. But a lot of people just, <sighs> well, the sigh is really interesting to me because it's not a deep, not necessarily, typically it's not a deep belly breath right it's not in the, yeah, right. in the chest uh, but i find that to be so relaxing yeah you know, something about just this whole everything comes up and everything comes down it's almost like whoosh even though they won't teach you to do that right that's not a great way to breathe but it is relaxing yeah but it, it is an easy relaxing tip and here's the thing there's some people that are just not going to stop and take 10, 15, 30 minutes out of their day just to breathe. So sometimes it's helpful just to have something kind of really simple that's realistic people are actually going to do and, and say, just be aware of it because mm. you do it a little bit and you become aware of it, then you might want to do a little more and you might want to do a little more and take it further and figure out how much more incredible you can feel when you start really, really focusing on breathing. But, yeah. um, but any other, um, any other things that people can do at home? Uh, I would say another big thing too, you know, we're social distancing. Our kids are doing their school um, from home 
were on um, a lot of different types of uh, tablets and and screens and we're working from home a lot of times we're on the computer so there's a lot of you know effects from that but I would say just be really aware of of your partners and your family in your home because right now they're not going to school and interacting with their friends and, and hugging each other they're not going to see grandma and grandpa and mom or dad giving them a hug typically if they're not living inside the home so be aware that you're the person who is providing your partner or your children or anyone else that's in your home you're the one who's the only person right now giving them touch and touch will lower their stress hormones it will um create more of a a bond and even a pact mentality a lot of things that just have positive um, reinforcement another thing touch does is it helps your immune system um, by increasing your killer cells killer t cells and b cells which is part of your immune system that comes and attacks any foreign substance that comes in that you know isn't healthy for you so another another pro of touch i should throw in there so it's good for your body on that level too but um but maybe even um for yourself take uh go in your cabinet most people have maybe an olive oil or coconut oil just get a little bit on your hands and you can rub your ears super simple just rub your ears or if you're feeling generous do it to your partner or your children or somebody else because it feels great too when somebody else does it but that's a really good way to calm down okay um you could say you could ask your partner or, or massage my feet or <laughs> whatever i need yeah. something um so any any hands-on it doesn't take a scientist um you can you can a lot of times tell what feels good and what doesn't feel good um you know if it doesn't feel good definitely don't do it uh but um going outside for me is a really big one um and this is again just ways to to be in in places that you can um connect with yourself i think when you connect with yourself like you're also on a spiritual level level kind of uh connecting to a higher power to your your um your body is the one gift that was given to you mm. to take care of and um and when you stop and and it's a miracle if you you know you start thinking about all the the ways the system works um the body system works it's a miracle and when you start when you start engaging in prioritizing and um i don't know i think it's a direct link also so on a spiritual level it's it's um it's huge my son's calling me i don't know if you can hear him um and then i'm just gonna ignore him and see if he goes back to sleep um outside what you eat your exercise is huge huge um stretching even if you're not doing a big workout just get get stretching in through the day uh, moving around it's really easy to kind of sit for long periods at this point when we're just at home and maybe bored or binge watching tv or working for hours at a time get up and move and stretch um we would love if everybody was exercising every day but um but just do what you can do and um and take it from there but there are a few natural supplements that i love for anxiety and stress also um I use a lot of essential oils. Lavenders are really good one across the board for stress, um, and it's it's safe to use around kids. And if you're pregnant, or you know, it really doesn't have a lot of harmful things that you have to worry about. Some oils do. Um, I particularly like CBD oil for anxiety, also, um, but definitely that's depending on the person and their job and how it affects their body and if they're being drug tested because even though it's not psychoactive it can can still affect that so it's something to be aware of um and there's a really 
good product that's flower essences. It's called Rescue Remedy by a company called Bach, and you can order it online. It's in a lot of natural health food stores, but it's just, just flower essences to help with stress. And they've got all different, different products based around that. But, um, but yeah, just I think interacting with each other and hug your kids, cuddle with them. If they're on a tablet watching a movie and you need a minute to take a break, that's that's realistic sometimes but um maybe hold them on your lap while they're doing it make sure you're still in contact make sure you're still having that physical connection instead of you know one person over here one person over here um but just just being aware that that we are the only people providing that that loving healthy touch to our family members in our home at this time and and that that really can have a big effect on the body and, and um, yeah. try it out. <laughs> Sometimes um, Danny will be doing something on her laptop and I'll be doing something on mine. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, or, uh, or I'm reading or I don't know, I'm doing something. And I say, hey, let's just put in our headphones so that we can like lay on the couch with each other and still do what we're doing. You know, even yeah. though we're doing separate things, we didn't have to be doing the same thing, but something is like, just a little bit of touch, you know, would go a long way for my day. Yeah, that's it. That's it exactly. That's that's everything right there. And I think um, we have to be we have to be doing work and we have to be doing school and whatever right now. Um, but we can still buy out time and get creative on ways to still interact and and touch. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's a perfect example. Well, um, I also think of in the Christian tradition, right? If we're talking about the body, like here comes God in a body is what we say, right? In flesh. And how does Jesus heal people through touch? Yeah. What you do with your body, uh, yeah, can bless or curse somebody very easily. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it, our bodies are absolutely, they're just absolute mind blowing. It's a miracle because there's, we, we can't explain how the body works and how the brain works or how to recreate it. You know, there's so many things that we just, the smartest people in the world are, it, it just, the body is what it is, how it works and how it regulates itself and does what it does is unbelievable. And that I think is why on a spiritual level, it has to affect you spiritually. I just don't know how, I just don't know how anybody can look at any one system of the body or function of the body and think that there isn't a higher power that created us because it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lucky I have a toddler because I can cuddle with him all day long. But uh, as long as I can get him to sit still. But yeah. Well, and, that. and the idea of um, paying someone to touch your body, to help your body, right? I, I love that that's not a new concept. Actually, it's a very old, old concept. Old, old concept. Yeah. Because um, sometimes I think people are hesitant because they're saying, oh, well, I don't need that. I have all that I need here, you know, or wherever here is, right? And this idea of, oh, no, we're not saying you're lacking. We're saying this actually will add to. Yeah, so, yeah, beautiful, for sure. Because I was a lot of my own thought process for a long time. But, yeah, I do. I got all this stuff. I'm doing all this stuff. I'm fine, you know. Uh, but I was, oh, no, no, no. This, is, this adds too, right? This actually enhances everything else in some way. Yeah, it, for sure. And if you work out a lot and you're really active and you think, you know, I'm doing great, um, we push our bodies to the max. And, and one thing massage does is, is it helps recovery. It helps um, detox, um, and which when you're working out, you do definitely need to do a lot of detoxing. You can get a buildup of, of um, 
cellular debris, what they call in this in the tissue. Um, and so <laughs> I hate to say that, but you could just, say, you know, lactic acid. Yeah. And, um, it just sounds like something in outer space, you know, like <laughs> satellite got hit and there's just debris everywhere. <laughs> Well, the, the body uses what it needs and then it kind of dumps what it doesn't need back into the system and then it gets flushed back out. And so, um, so yeah, when everything's being pushed to the limit, you need that rest. You need to show your body a little love. Don't just push it, you know, and, and uh, it's not a machine. So, yeah, I, I just think it's... Um, until you've experienced it, it's easy to not know how great it is. And then once you've experienced it, um, a lot of people love it. If you don't, that's fine too. But then you know, you know how great it can be. So, yeah. Well, if people want to get in touch with you and like pick your brain or uh, maybe talk to you about getting a massage when all this is over, because you you can't work right now, right? No, I'm not working now. So hopefully, hopefully soon, if it's safe, um, whenever that is, we'll, it, it will be in its own time. So as long as it's safe, yeah, for sure. But yeah. as of right now, I'm closed. Okay. So what? I'm so, sorry. Uh, I was gonna say, what's a what's the best way for people to get in touch with you if they? Yeah. So my um, my phone number at the office is eight two eight. Six three five five zero zero eight, and then um, or you can reach out by email, the stillpointcenter at gmail .com. Um, And yeah, if you have any questions, anything, a lot of the um, a lot of studies on touch too. If anybody's interested in learning more about that, is um, through a woman. Well, she was a pioneer in, in touch research um, and started an institute. Her name is Tiffany Field. Um, she's got a really good book. I think it's just called Touch, actually. And it's tons of um, studies and information on, on touch therapy and, and um, different studies from all over the world that have been done on it. And it's pretty cool. Um, I'm sure you could just Google it, too. Yeah. If anybody's interested in learning more about, about that, it's, it's a pretty awesome book. Awesome. All right. Great resources. And thanks. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me.